Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the weekend and another edition of Housing Information You Can't Trust right here with the Inside Outside guys. We are thrilled to be here with you this snowy morning. Okay. <laughs> snowy morning. I know it. I hate the word. To me, snow is a, is a cuss word. In the month of March, I, in the month of March, this late in March, I definitely agree with you. Or in yeah, early April, I agree. Shouldn't be allowed. Shouldn't be allowed. No. Someone has to talk to the big guy. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, yeah, I still remain prayerful, but I'm not sure that I'm the type of person he listens to. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he listens to all of us, buddy. He listens to all of us. Hey, hey we, we have got to get back in the groove today, aren't we, with our listeners? Uh, maybe are. take some phone calls throughout the show. We are. We're back. Yeah, although we've been doing a lot of traveling lately, but uh, we're back for the next two weekends this weekend and next weekend and then the following weekend i believe the 8th 9th and 10th is the novi home show i know that's coming up fast isn't it yes it is yes it is it's so funny you know last week um last weekend was a fun show both shows and they just fly by when you're when you're talking to people like we did and and i kind of look forward to the slower pace of, of interacting with our listeners during a show like we uh, should be able to do most of today and tomorrow. We have we do have one guest coming in, though, at 1030, don't we? We do. We do. Diane Zarell from Sharon's Heating and Air Conditioning. And she's going to talk to people about why it's time to get your... I mean, if you remember last summer, we had some blistering days and we had some uh, some outages. So when it comes to making sure your AC is ready to go, Definitely want to talk, listen to uh, Sharon Zarell coming up at 1030. Yeah, they're going to actually they're going to be talking about their new branding statement that Sharon's is the home of the fifty nine dollar tune up. Fifty nine dollar tune up. Where can you I, get a fifty nine dollar tune up for anything, Chuck? I wouldn't join you for lunch for fifty nine dollars. Really? <laughs> well, if you wow. were buying, I might. I got it. I guess I shouldn't lie. Really hey, is. you know what else happened this week? Um, you and I uh, shared discussion on this two weeks ago, but an old friend of mine, Jack Campbell, sorry, Jack, you, you're as old as I am, so I can I can call you an old friend. Uh, Captain got Jack? Hold of me. Captain yeah. Jack, okay. Yeah, from uh, the Ann Arbor uh, Home Builders and, and uh, Remodelers Group over there and invited you and I to a lunch this week to meet their uh, program instructor for the student building industries program that they run in Ann Arbor because it's a hybrid program that Jack believes and I think you and I believe too now that it can be one of the keys to the solution of the labor issue bottom line and and maybe restoring some building programs in some of the school districts that so foolishly got rid of them in the last 10 to 15 years. You know, I, I 100% agree with you. Uh, our friends Steve and Jeff over at Clarkston and uh, our friend Joe from over at uh, Chippewa, all these guys who are helping educate the future. Now, Chuck, you said a key to help reduce the problem. I don't think it's going to be solved in our lifetime, but boy, oh, no. there is never a time. I mean, there is never, ever in our history been a better time to get into the trades than there is right now and the good thing about the trades is you get paid while you learn 
I tell you, there's no. I'm so glad. I told you I had an opportunity to, to get into the big three years ago, and I, it would have been at my age. It was an opportunity like no other. But I said no because I wanted to continue in the trades and go outside and be my own boss and meet people. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. You know what? You know what? I, I came up with some data you and I have uh, talked about before. There's over almost, there's almost 9 million Americans over the age of 50 still paying off college debt. Think about that for a second. And as you just alluded to, you can step into the trades and literally start getting paid as you learn. And I think I just saw that the median wage for an apprentice was $37,000 a year. So instead of borrowing money to gain your education, you're on the job site learning every day and getting paid. And as soon as you become a journeyman as an electrician, that goes up to over $50,000 a year. It, and, you, and you literally are still learning. I mean, you're still being trained. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because not if you're smart, if you're in the trades or any business in general, you're always learning. You're always trying to learn something new. Yeah. But you know as well as I do, you name the trade, whether it's a, a, a mason, a painter. These guys do it with, their, with the muscle memory. They do it with their eyes closed <laughs> they really roofers you know roofer is a good roofer gets up there and he can throw those shingles on with his eyes closed these guys have been doing it so long and that's a great trade to get into is it not i'll tell you what we've got some annual salary data for those people too and if it's a good company one that continues to train and certify their people then you want to hire them up to do your roof right yeah you must be talking about a company right here in southeast michigan that has done thousands of your neighbor's roof. And of course, we're talking about Kearns Brothers. You have housing questions? The Inside Outside guys on WJR have the answers. Here are Ken and Chuck. Welcome back, everybody. We appreciate you being with us. Hey, we want to remind you, uh, we're coming into summer, but we're still on the cusp of some snow today. So your heating and air conditioning critical system in your home we're going to have Diane Zeral from Sharon's Heating and Air Conditioning coming up uh, in just a few minutes, around 10.30, 10.35, which is interesting because um, Ken and I have had a chance to be involved with a lot of the building trades education programs throughout the state. And one of the things we've talked about is the fact that a lot of school systems in the last 15 to 20 years literally took away funding or reappropriated it for those programs and kind of eliminated them. Huge mistake. Huge, Huge mistake. mistake. Gosh. I mean, had, had, we, we're seeing the results of that right now. And, and it's part of this labor shortage that we have right now. If we would have, if we would encourage these kids to get more into the trades, um, boy, there'd be a lot less, a lot less debt and a lot more, a lot more trade people out there to help Chuck. It's amazing how many emails we are getting right now. Oh, it's 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 beyond the pale and and even in the automotive and manufacturing industries it's not just the construction trades you're right but we had the opportunity this week 
to discuss uh, kind of a hybrid program, the Ann Arbor Student Building Industries Program. And we're going to be talking more about this. We're going to be talking to their instructor, uh, Mark Valsheen, down down the road a ways. We're going to ask him maybe to bring in some of his students even and talk with us. But here's what's unique about this program. The Home Builders Association and the Remodelers Group down in Ann Arbor partnered decades ago uh, with this group. I actually talked to one of their prior instructors, um, John Burko, that, that I, I've had a relationship with forever. Uh, didn't even know he was still around. The builder said to the school district, you give us an instructor and the students and a bus to get them to the job site. We will supply the dirt, the lot, and all the materials. And this partnership has worked for decades. But the cool thing about it is it takes the financial, the major, you know, financial burden and a lot of the politics then off of the school district because the builders are taking all the risk uh, on the, you know, buying the lot, buying the materials, and then hoping that the, the house will sell you know, at sure. a price point that allows them to get their money back. Sure. And it's sure. a really cool hybrid program. So we want to talk more about that as we move forward. It is a very cool hybrid program. And we love the fact uh, that the Home Builders, Station, Home Builders Association is being so prescient and realizing they need to encourage this uh, through the schools because, like we said, you know, we got to get these kids up. We got to get them going. But they got to become not just a good tradesperson, but a good professional. And that's so important in the trades, a good professional, someone you can trust in the home, someone that, you know, you and I always say, if, if we refer them on the show, we'd let them come into our home. And that's what those programs do as well. And, and they just need more of that kind of stuff, not just teaching the trade, but more about once they get in there, how to be a tradesperson. Well, Chuck, it's interesting you, you say that their primary tenets on the education side are building leadership and character. Love it. Love it. First. And uh, John Burko commented to me yesterday, he and I both, you know, have a background in education and I thought it was interesting. He said, we've got to redefine success for parents and kids alike because a lot of his former students are not in the trades but they are leaders in other professions. One is, one is an airline pilot for Delta or American Airlines or something like that. You know, he stays in touch with all these kids. They're not kids anymore. They're, they're young adults. Right. Uh, one is running a big business right in the Ann Arbor area that stays in touch with them. So well, it, we've got to make sure people understand that. But you're a perfect example of this, Chuck, because you started uh, trades, learning about the trades when you were in high school. But then you went on to do what your son is doing right now as well, right? You went into higher education. You got to be got to be proud of him. He's going to be in the trades business, the building business, but on a higher level, correct? Yeah, and, and of course he won't. Uh we're lucky enough that he's not going to have any debt, you know, so that, so that issue right. Of, right. Of, of people graduating with a bunch of debt that they've got to make up for, it's very real for so many students out there. No, but you, you, you um, received your construction management degree and that's what your son's going for as well, correct? Yeah. Right now he's in business. He's, he's okay. starting out getting a BA in business and then he'll pursue probably a master's in construction management. And I kind of went the other way. I, I did construction management first and then secondary education degree after that. 
and then put them both to work in the industry when I started my own business. So and we, and we need young people to be educated like your son by Ben, like you, because we still need teachers. You know, we're going to need people to get out there and teach these certifications and ter- teach these trades. It is so important. So I'm thrilled about our relationship coming up with the, the fellows over in Ann Arbor. It really is going to be great. We're going to be making sure we keep people up to date with that in the weeks to come. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I got a chance to tour the house. Uh-huh. This has got to be about a half million dollar home that they're building. So, and you got to really? see it. I mean, it, you would not walk into this home and think that this is student built by any stretch. It's a beautiful home. I looked at a couple others they had built in the last several years and it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And you say they're built by students, but they all have um, masters on top of them. They all have professionals on top of them, checking their work as they go and helping them as they go. Yeah. And, it, and it's really cool. Uh, you know, I look forward to, you know, I just want to keep chatting about this, but obviously we don't have all the, t- all the time in the world today, but there's just so many things they're doing right there that other programs throughout the state can emulate. If you're a school superintendent and you're listening to us right now, or you're a high school principal that has influence on the superintendent, we want you to grab hold of the concept here and be talking to these people because it is truly a unique program that can work and, and can put a lot of your kids out there in the workforce. Hey, and there is nothing wrong with having a kid that's in the trades. Okay. If you need a you prior, <laughs> mom calls me, we're there, right? <laughs> they need exactly. help. We're, we're there. You know, if you have five kids, get one in the roofing trade, one in the heat and cooling, one in the electrical, and you're, you know, keep going and you're all set, right? Yeah, <laughs> truly you are. And and I'm telling you, there is dignity, there is sophistication, there Amen. is chance for advancement, there are benefits, there are pensions, there are, you name it, it it's their careers. And it's a professional trade like any other out there, the banking industry, you name it. I mean, the professionals, when we go to these events, Chuck, with the HBA and other, other organizations, these are professionals that take building in general as as their life's career so hey stick around we're going to have diane zorro from sharon's heating and air conditioning on next in the meantime chuck all this rain all this snow they're saying it's going to be a bad year for ticks and they're also saying that the uh, the grubs you know if you if you start seeing grubs in your yard everyone that means sorry sorry skunks in your yard i apologize they're coming for the food chuck they're coming for the grubs right yep Absolutely. And you need somebody to take care of those pests. And we've got somebody in Rove Pest Control. Here for you today and every day. This is the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Here are Chuck and Ken. Good morning and welcome back to the show, everyone. Laughing and learning 24-7 at the InsideOutsideGuys.com. The Inside Outside Guys on Facebook. We're having a good time. Greg, we're sorry we couldn't get to you. Uh, if you give us a call back just a little while, we'll make sure to get you on and talk to you then. In the meantime, Chuck, summers are coming. We're not talking about ice dams anymore. We're not talking about salt. We're, you know, we're not talking about any of the yucky things of winter. We're going to start talking about spring. We're going to start talking about summer and heat and making sure people stay cool in their home to do that 
We have Diane Zoral from Sharon's Heating and Air Conditioner on it. Air Conditioning with us. Diane and Sharon's have been a team partner for years now and been keeping so many of our listeners happy and satisfied. And we thank you so much for that, Diane. You're welcome. Good morning. How are you? We're Life fantastic. Is good. Yeah, Life we are blessed. I, I don't know if you heard earlier. Uh, we love what you do for our listeners. We love the professionalism that Sharon's brings to the industry. And we also love, if you don't mind us saying it, that it, uh, it was owned, uh, started and is owned by a woman um, because people think that women can't handle it in the construction industry. And Ken and I have for years have been saying, well, certainly they can. And you guys are proof of that, eh? Yeah, we are. Sharon uh, is the owner and CEO, and she's uh, been working in HVAC for over 45 years, and she's owned, opened her own company uh 41 years ago, I think this year, uh, last year was our 40 year anniversary. So, uh, going strong and, uh, we have about 90 employees. We have a new location of Fowlerville. We service a huge area. So, uh, she's wonderful to work for and, uh, just a great person. Yeah. You know, she's an inspiration. I mean, Chuck, talk about when when Sharon got into the industry, a male-dominated industry. Oh, very much. It, it, it was, and she's an inspiration to all women out there because, I mean, in today's industry, we're seeing so many. If, if anyone's on for a long road trip, you're seeing so many more women truck drivers out there, and I love it. I just love seeing them take charge and fill in the need. Yeah, it's, well, really, we want... it's really great. <laughs> I mean, she What's can that, do Diane? everything. I said it's great because, like, Sharon can do everything from sheet metal to installation. Not so much anymore. She's in the office, but that's how she got her start. Well, she still uh, works on the design end for yeah. sheet metal installs and commercial installations that are that, that a lot of people wouldn't even know how to begin to do, right? Yeah, she's a, she could walk into a house where someone wants to change their ductwork. And she just is amazing. I mean, she can look at it and uh, examine it and come up with a design. I mean, like pretty quickly, she's that good. You know, I have to. Sorry, Ken. And it's it's going to continue with her children in the industry as well, and and helping running the show. That's that's correct. She's got uh, her son Jim does all the commercial stuff. Um, he runs service. She's got grandkids there. Her daughter's in the uh, main office. She's kind of our HR and uh, marketing, and uh, she's got a lot of grandkids there. She's got a son who's a foreman out in the field for the commercial side. So, yeah, I mean, it's great. It's a family-owned business, and if you're an employee there, you're treated like family. So, You know, I want to talk about a differentiator because a lot of people, you know, uh, one company is the same as another, right? And we say no. Ken and I have said for years that this business, HVAC, is the poor, poor stepchild when new houses are built. You guys kind of got to go in and just work around the plumber, work around the electrician. <laughs> and when you use the word design, when you're talking about Sharon, that's a key component of these systems working well for, for customers down the road, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. It's, uh, it's important in order to get good airflow that you design your you know, ductwork properly so that it works to the best for you. And, um, you know, Sharon does that. We also have a guy that does, uh, that's pretty much what he does is ductwork. And he's really good at that. And he goes out and looks at uh, new homes, re, you know, when we're renovating homes and that type of thing. So, um, 
Yeah, and what to suggest, whether you want a traditional HVAC system, whether the best solution is mini splits or an air handler or, you know, now we're getting into heat pumps and different things. So there's a lot of different systems out there. So you kind of have to decide what works the best. Diane, we get a lot of emails um, from people who are getting estimates for new furnaces. And what we see a lot, we get the question, what are the top three furnaces out there? Okay. We get the question, I'm being sold on a 98% efficient furnace for 800 square foot house. Chuck and I love to defer to the experts like yourself when it comes, because we can't see it. We can't actually see it. But when it comes to sizing house, sizing furnaces for houses, what are some of the, the biggest mistakes you see out there? Um, so, like, if I go out to do an estimate, I usually, I mean, I look at the square footage, but I also ask about insulation and comfort. Like, do you have uncomfortable spots in your house? Because to me, that kind of determines what you need. Like, if you're in a very small house and it's not greatly insulated, then... Um, a single stage versus a two stage might be better versus a modulating. I mean, a modulating goes through, you know, like 75 different steps to get to the uh, highest efficiency and the modulating actually uh, the Bryant modulating 98% will actually record kind of the last 10 temperatures. And instead of stepping from like 25% to a hundred percent, it'll start where, take that average and start there. So it might start at like 30 instead of 25 or 40 instead of 25, where some of the other furnaces, the other, you know, the competitors, I guess, um, they still start at 25 and work their way up. So you're going to get comfort a little quicker on those really high efficiencies. You know, it just, it's a determination on, you know, budget, what kind of house they have, what exactly they're looking for, what's uncomfortable, you know, where they're looking for comfort. So, I mean, I, I kind of factor in all that stuff. And, and one of our things Chuck and I always defer to is the installing contractor and the warranty. Those to us are the most important. And and that's why we have no problem on a regular basis referring insurance. Right. And, you know, we have all our own installers. We don't subcontract. Um, all our all our lead installers have probably been in the industry at least 20 years, and they all report to Sharon. And if someone has some kind of issue, then Sharon's answering the phone about it, and she's talking to her installers about it. So, um, you know, you have kind of that nice guarantee that it's going to get taken care of, and you're going to get taken care of. You know, we back our product. Um, our our um, manufacturers back the product. So I think we have a good... Uh, all the way through, we have good line of communication. And you've expanded geographically too. Now you're serving uh, Ingham and Livingston counties. Yep, yep. We have a place in Howell now. We've been there uh, about, I think, about a year. Uh, we have a crew that's out. You know, we have um, an estimator. We have installers that go out there. So we go a long ways. We cover a good portion <laughs> of. Uh, this lower part of Michigan, I guess, and look towards the West. So uh, we've really expanded and, uh, you know, we're, it's great. I mean, we go a long way. Diane, Diane, twice a year, we get to tell our listeners about your specials. And the reason I don't like doing it in the fall, because that means we're going to the cold weather and we're always doing the, uh, the furnace tune up, but $59 air conditioner tune up. How, How is that possible? 
please, please explain that to us. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we are like the home of the $59 tune-up. And, you know, with tune-ups, there's rebates from your utility companies. Hey, but Diane, instead of, I, yep. I, I, hate to, I hate to cut you off. Can we ask you to answer that question when we take a break? Because we want to talk about those rebates as well, okay? Okay, so we'll sounds do, good. We'll, we'll, we'll stick around. We'll be talking to Diane Zyrell from Sharon's Heating, Cooling, and Air Conditioning. And, Chuck, you, sir, wrote a great article this weekend for the Inside Outside Guys news. You know, it's funny. Uh, people shopping for kitchens instantly get confused because there's so many decisions to make. And we tried to explain what a lot of those are in the article in the Homestyle section of the Detroit News this week. But really, the final answer was deal with a professional, professional like Kopke, design, build, and you won't have to make any of those decisions or worry about whether they're the right ones. This next segment of the Inside Outside Guys sponsored by Kopke. Find professional contractors you can trust at InsideOutsideGuys.com. Now, once again, here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstein. With over 80 years of combined housing experience, the Inside Outside Guys are your one-stop shop for any and all of your housing needs. Whether you need a new roof, a, need, a new furnace, or a whole new house built, or just some advice, go to the InsideOutsideGuys.com. We are there for you 24-7. Do not forget to miss the Inside Outside Guys article that comes out every Friday at the Detroit News homestyle section. Right now, we're talking to Diane Zarell from Sharon's Heating and Air Conditioning. And Diane, before you left, I asked the question, uh, how can you, how can you do a $59 clean and check? Because there's no way you make money on that. No, I mean, our focus is making sure equipment's safe, whether it's in the fall and you're doing the furnace or in the spring, you know, you're doing the air conditioner. So uh, the the utility companies offer offer a rebate, so instead of the consumer having to wait for that to come in the mail, we just reassign it to Sharon, and that way we can offer a $59 rebate or a $59 tune-up. Um, and now, you know, we're coming, even though <laughs> today may not seem like it, we are heading into spring and warmer weather, and, you know, it's important to make sure your equipment is running properly. So, you know, make sure your air conditioner the coils clean, the evaporator coils clean, make sure all your uh, levels are where they should be and you got good airflow. So all that's part of that tune-up on the air conditioner. And we're, Ken and I are going to be talking in a week or so about rebates from DTE and Consumers Energy, but some of your systems, if if you install them, the consumer might qualify for some rebates, correct, to actually lower the install price? Correct. So anything 95% and higher on a furnace qualifies for a rebate. The higher, like um, 98%, if you're doing a whole system, you can actually get up to $900. Uh, boilers actually qualify for rebates as well if you're wow. doing a higher efficiency boiler, higher efficiency water heaters, uh, get instant rebates. Um, so there's a lot out there that you can look into whether you have a regular furnace or a boiler and of course air conditioning the higher steer air conditioners qualify for rebates excellent diane can you give people your contact information please i can uh we are located our main location is in westland the number there is 734-425-1415 
Okay, and we also have uh, and we also have a location in Fowlerville. Um, but if you call Westland, we will get you in touch with who you need to be in touch with. And anyone not able to write this down right now, just go to the insideoutsideguys.com, scroll down to heating and cooling, and you can find all of Sharon's heating and cooling and air conditioners information there. Diane Zarell, thank you so much for coming on with us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You have Thanks, a great Diane. Day. Tell, tell right. Joe, have a, tell, have a great tell weekend. Tell Joey said hi tomorrow morning, okay? Will do. No problem. <laughs> thank you. Okay, okay. thanks. Bye-bye. Great people. And again, I, I hate to beat a, the proverbial sick horse here, but uh, just a great example of, of it. This is not a male industry. This is a male and female industry. And this is a, this is a great company. What a tradition. You're, you're absolutely right. We love the areas they cover. That's one thing we, we try to do with the inside outside guys.com is it is give people um, contractors and geographical locations, even though many of our team partners one may be located in, you know, Lake Orion, but they will go out to Howell. So just because we send you a team partner from a long way away, don't dis, uh, just dismiss them. Like if you call us from, uh, or you send us an email from, let's say, Shelby, we're going to give you Royal Oak heating and cooling because they're closer to you. So You know what's funny? We get a lot of people that probably like me. Sadly, okay. I'm insulting everybody by saying that because what they do is they look at the prefix and they go, well, that phone number, they got to be out of my area. And just want to remind people that the prefix thing today doesn't mean anything. Right. <laughs> if we right. give you the number, call it. <laughs> we give a handyman out, a friend of ours, um, Jimmy Quain. We give his son's e uh, handyman number out. His son-in-law, I apologize lived in Idaho. So he has a 308 area code. We always get a question about that. So whenever I send it, I make sure to tell people he is local. So if we send you a, a lead or a, a referral, they can take care of it. Yep. Other than the uh, occasional thumb hitting the wrong number and, and me giving people the wrong number. <laughs> You're right. Hey, let's do this partner. Let make, let's make the rest of the show. Um, the listeners. Yeah. Okay, let's about time. <laughs> eight 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 six five four guys, which equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Phone lines are open. Give us a call. We'll take any and all of your housing questions. Okay. You, go ahead. I'm just going to tell you to put on your thinking cap. Cover up that nappy hair. Oh, that's tell- that's that nappy hair. You know what? <laughs> I believe me, I shouldn't be saying this any more than I should accuse you of it. But what do you think is the fastest growing sport in the country? According to Elliot Eisenberg, our good buddy, and I think he's in Baltimore, uh, not in D.C. anymore, the economist, the nationally renowned economist, Elliot. Oh, um, if I had to guess and you want to call it a sport, I think it's probably a fine line whether you call this a sport or not. Could it be that game? Um, oh, hold on. I'll think of it. It's like cornhole. Oh, that's a good guess. That's okay. incorrect. <laughs> think of Sorry. old people like me. I don't know. Um, walker racing? <laughs> <laughs> walker racing. That's pretty good. I wonder if they do that. <laughs> Actually, according to Elliot, it's pickleball. Is that the stuff that... Um, is that playing the on game? a tennis court. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like half of a tennis court. 
I've seen a lot. Yeah, down in Florida, it's very popular. I, wasn't Mike Fallahy telling us that he he's was. playing that down in Florida? He was. Yes. Yep, he was. He was having a yeah. good time playing with his family. Yeah, yeah supposedly the fastest growing sport in the United States of America. It's called pickleball? Pickleball. So if anybody wants a pickleball court in their house, contact the inside-outside guys. We'll make sure you get a professional, right? <laughs> hey, but if anybody wants a beautiful living space in their what was once wet, damp, musty basements, who should they call, Chuck? Well, they should call the company they would also call for a $149 annual sump inspection. And that would be Basements Plus. Hey, in case you didn't know, March is Developmental Disabilities Month. And the Inside Outside guys are calling all contractors to help a great charity, Angels Place. Angels Place has 20 homes located here in Southeast Michigan. And the Inside Outside guys have committed to help those homes one at a time. Starting with uh, one in Beverly Hills that our good friend Terry Russell from Blessed Assurance Home Inspections went out and gave a no-cost inspection for and listed a lot of the issues these homes are having. And then we had a team partner, Performance Remodeling, step up and agree to supply windows for not just the Beverly Hills home, but every home, all 20 homes over time that Angel Place has. And uh, whether you're inside, outside guys, team partner, or a contractor that wants to help, contact Chuck and I at the insideoutsideguys.com and we'll tell you more ways you can help the guys with Angel's Place. You know, we got to talk to uh, Jason and Rich last week about that from performance yeah. remodeling and, and just good people. You know, yeah. it's like there's no phony there's no ulterior motive they just they saw an opportunity to do something good and they jumped on it to whom much is given much is expected and these guys live their life and they're happy to do it they're happy to give back they really are yeah hey, it's so cool it is you know it, what it, it, you reminded me that during march uh tim from pro home improvement those guys, with every sale they write up, even if it's for a July install, they're going to contribute also to uh, Michigan Make-A-Wish Foundation. Yep. We have so many team partners that have their own individuals. This is just Angel's Place is one that you and I are, are uh, attaching to, and all help is appreciated. We, we And Chuck, let's just say it again. Whether we're at a, um, a Victor's helping him give away a new roof. We just love just being the smallest part of that kind of stuff. So, okay. Hey, let's go to the phones and talk to, Hey, Greg from Shelby. What's going on, buddy? Hey, you guys. Good morning. Mr. Positive warriors. Do you feel it? Do you know what I mean? The moment is coming to awaken your dreams. Hey, you guys question. And that was Wait beautiful. I love the way I love. Yes, sir. Greg. Gonna yes. call you out. I might have an issue with you. Have you been unfaithful to WJR? Did I hear you call another radio station? I did too. I did too. Uh, yeah. w- wait, wait, say it again. Wow. I, <laughs> I'm I everywhere. Should, I think you were listening <laughs> to another radio station other than WJR this week. No, you, you guys are little stinkers. It's cute. <laughs> But, yes, uh, I'm everywhere. I want to spread positivity to make the world a better place like my boy Elvis and 
all the great people. Like you guys are helping with the homes and stuff. I love it. You guys don't realize that's what life is all about. But uh, yes, Greg. The, the question, um, my mom's listening to, uh, cleaning upholstery and carpeting. How do you clean, like, couches that are cottonish, uh, 40 years old? Uh, how do you clean them, uh, the upholstery on it? Uh, what do you do? And let us, let us start by saying, hi, Mom. Okay. Nice yeah. <laughs> and if it's 40 years old, is it, is it a piece that literally is an heirloom piece, Greg? Uh, well, it's just old. I'm sitting on them right now. They're like love couches. And um, they're, um, uh, uh, they're cottony. And they're, it's not an heirloom, but it's about 40 years old. And they're old. And uh, my mom doesn't know how to clean them. I grew up with furniture like that in my house because my parents were depression era parents and, and they uh, literally would just recover them with brand new fabric after four decades of use. But okay. if you can't do that, uh, I would have them professionally cleaned 100%. quite honestly. Especially at that age. Yeah, Very exactly. Good. Love and, you guys. Greg, let's Keep answer it. that other question about carpeting. Yeah, you you don't want to get carpeting clean too much. Some people have it, you know, clean twice a year, and that is not good for the carpeting. So that's just a little warning we put out there. Yeah, you can actually uh, kind of steam out some of the qualities that are put into the carpeting material to make them stain resistant and resilient by yeah harsh chemicals. Uh, thank you guys. Love you both, and keep up the great work. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Greg. Stay tuned to WJR. Only. You betcha. Thanks, Greg. Okay. We'll see you. <laughs> That's fun. Giving a hard time. But what were we doing listening to the other station if we heard Greg, Chuck? Well, I what were you doing that to make sure that our listeners are faithful. It's the only oh, reason I yeah. do that. Competitive research. That's, yep. that's what you're doing. I got you. Okay. Here for you today and every day. This is the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Here are Chuck and Ken. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. Get you the best and longest continuing running housing show in Michigan. Right, Chuck? Maybe Ohio and Indiana as well. Maybe Illinois. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe eight, 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 Hey, I got a fresh five, espresso guys. here, so I'm ready to talk to our listeners. Espresso. Espresso. Do you remember the time? That I stupidly took a five-hour energy before he went on the air. I do. I know Pat Bush remembers it very well. You took one or two of them, didn't oh, you? I just took one of them, and it wasn't it wasn't pretty. <laughs> Actually, it was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> for you, I'm sure it was. For me, no. That it was, was the like last... doing the show with Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> that was the last time that was done. Hey, let's go to the phones. Uh, talk to Linda from uh, Sugar Springs. Oh, I'm sorry, from Gross Point. Good morning, Linda. You're on with the guys. Sugar Springs sounds really nice, personally, but that's okay. Um, it does, doesn't old it? It does, It's especially after looking at the snow this morning. Bless your heart. I agree with you, Linda. Yeah, so I have an older house, and in my kitchen, which I need to remodel, but not yet, um, I have old linoleum floors and an old porcelain sink. And no matter what I use on it, they never look clean. Can you give me some ideas? 
Boy, it well, depends on really what has stained. What color is the porcelain? Is it the white or is it a beige-ish? Or... It's the white. It's, it's the white. Oh, gosh. It just looks off-white all the time. You got to be careful with that. I like white vinegar if you could soak it somehow. Okay. And sometimes if you make a paste with a baking soda and white vinegar, you can actually get it to stay on surfaces that it wouldn't otherwise stay on for a while. Yeah, the because you really can't use any abrasives on that, especially an old one, or you'll yeah. further yeah, damage I tried, it. I tried the baking soda. I think it was white vinegar with it, but I probably was impatient and didn't leave it on long enough. Yeah, you got to be patient you know. with that. I mean, we'll do soaks okay. in old old toilets, old floors. Linda? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Even stains and grass. Bean and Gross Point, Linda, how old is your house? That it doesn't tend to damage things. It was built in it... 1953. Sorry, cool. Chuck. Sorry. The year before I was born. <laughs> Well, it was the year I was born, so be quiet, please. Okay. <laughs> so I imagine, do you have any of the old tubs in there, cast iron tubs still in the house? Because um, No, unfortunately, I don't. We have a company called Get a Grip that could come out and um, uh, what's Good the word point. I'm looking for, Chuck, to put a new uh, finish on Resurface that sink? Resurface it. Resurface that sink, and they do a phenomenal job. with um, The best we've seen of all the companies that do that that process and they give a great warranty. So that could be an idea for you. You know what? They had a sample of a porcelain sink down at uh, Huntington place just last weekend that I got a chance to look at and rub my hand over. And, and, and I was, I was impressed, even though we've known that company for several years, it's like, wow, this is, this is so good. That would be for the sink and for the bath, uh, the bathtub also then, correct? Yes. That's why I asked about the bathtubs. Yes, exactly. Well, the bathtub is old. It's unfortunately, I wish it was a, you know, whatever. Yeah, the <laughs> old old one. Those kind. I forget. You know, you get old, you forget what you were talking about. Okay. They say uh, that about, about us too. Court? Yes. Yeah. Now the floors. It really depends. Um, is that a printed pattern on the floor? Is it an embossed yeah. pattern? Is is. Um, it, I is the think pattern it's a still intact? Pan. Yes. Okay. Then you should be able to use a dilute solution of, uh, again, a, a white vinegar soak and then a medium bristle brush scrub. But is it going to stay looking beautiful over the next no. three weeks? <laughs> Probably not. Okay. <laughs> Just being honest. Okay. Well, might as well, yeah, because that's a lot of work. I do that, you know. I'm, Ken and I both get on our knees and scrub floors in our own houses, and at some point, you it's guys like, run yeah, out? Maybe, uh, no. <laughs> well, it depends. What are you paying? I might, I might pay any price that someone to do that for me. I'll tell but, you okay, what. I, yeah. You might Just consider the the vinyl planks have gotten so price efficient anymore you can steal that product and i would put it in a kitchen in a heartbeat instead okay, of I'll trying to maintain that. you know something that that's that's 30 years old and is never going to look good again okay um, just a thought off the okay off the subject because of all this the way this weather has been i have one of those lovely gray Cement houses, I won't call it brick because it just deteriorates so so badly. Um, <laughs> yeah. With this weather, I've noticed like 
um, there's a couple of the bricks that it looks like they're like becoming sand. Yeah. Yeah, they are. The brick, they, they are. The brick that you're describing is a sand brick. It's called a sand lime Jebco. And I really, if you're in Gross Point, they're all over the place in that area. And I hate to yeah. tell you, it's the worst brick that was ever made. Um, <laughs> Especially for we the Midwest. We won't say who they were made by, <laughs> would we? <laughs> well, Jebco. <laughs> but you're, the, the company has um, been Chapter 11 for probably longer than I've been alive. Um, but there are ways to to repair them. You can still find those brick for repair work as well. And uh, give Just Ask Home Maintenance a call. And they're on our website. And uh, that's my son. He's been doing it a long time. He can come out and give you a hand with that. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank okay. you very much, you guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you. you. Stay in touch with us, Linda. God bless you. You're very you. welcome. Okay. Hey, be before we take the next call, I got to give a data boy to uh, Mark and Cheryl from Rhino Shield because they heard us just talk about calling all contractors. And Mark and Cheryl from Rhino Shield and True Tech just said they want in. They want to help with, with um, Angie's Place. And uh, we'll be setting it all up. And thank you very much. A Angel's Place. Angel's Place. I'm sorry. Angel's Place. Hey. <laughs> so thank you very much, Mark and Cheryl from Rhino Shield. Um, let's see, Robert and Randy, stick on the line. We'll get back to you after the break. In the meantime, Chuck, who is this next segment? Who who we uh, featuring, bud? You know, somebody we interviewed again down at Huntington Place last weekend. It's a company that can come in and put wonderfully large and efficient gutter systems and gutter protection systems on your home. You've heard about them before on the Inside Outside Guys. Atlas Home Improvement. Find professional contractors you can trust at InsideOutsideGuys.com. Now, once again, here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstein. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. The phone lines are open for you, 888-654-GUYS, which is 4897. we got a couple patient people hanging on the line, right, partner? Yeah, let's talk to the gentleman who has a place up in Sugar Springs. Robert, you still there? Yes, I am. Thank you very much for taking the call. Uh, Anytime. We have a cottage uh, on the lake in Sugar Springs, which is a little bit north of Gladwin. And uh, we've had it since 1984. And uh, it's a small cottage, although it's got uh, two bedrooms and a bath upstairs and two bedrooms and a bath downstairs. Uh, we winterize it every every year. And I'm 87 years old, and I've got two kids that uh, help with it, and four grandkids. But we'd like to think about putting heat in there. And uh, we've heard a lot about many splits, but uh, we don't know much about them. We do have a four-foot crawl space that we could put a furnace in. And uh, I'm just wondering what your thoughts are about this. What is the heat source now? Uh a a little gas stove that uh, looks like a you know a wood burning stove, but it's gas. Okay, and it, it just heats one room. You know, you got some choices. The mini splits are great, and we'll talk about those. But you could put a furnace down in that crawl space and just uh, duct it to the first floor and count on convective heat movement, you know, to help heat the upstairs because Gravity. it is a cottage; it's not a permanent home. So that would be a relatively right. Uh, large value install for you. Um, 
mini splits mount on the outside of the house and they effectively work kind of like refrigerators do, except they can both heat and cool. Uh, they can extract heat from the outside air in weather like this, and, and, and they can dump heat into the outside air in July. And they're only ducted exactly where you want them to be ducted. So what you'd probably do for heating purposes is run ducts up the outside wall from the mini split and into the attic and then cut them into the ceiling. So wherever you wanted them upstairs, and then the idea with that heat, it'd be pushed down from the ceiling. Uh, they're very, very efficient, almost unbelievably efficient, right, Ken? I mean, yeah, if the, if the budget allows, you may want to do a combination of both the one downstairs pushing the heat up and the one upstairs pushing the heat down. Chuck, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, other than what you started it with, you know, budget, you know, it'd be a lot right. of money, right? Uh, yeah. But notwithstanding that, because it is hard to push heat down, which, <laughs> which is your point. But we can count on warm air rising, you know. So I, I guess if it was mine and it's a part-time occupancy as a cottage, I'd probably consider doing the furnace in the crawl space first. That's what I'm thinking too. It'd be a little bit cheaper and so forth, and uh, uh, we can air condition it and so forth. So uh, yes, you okay, can. You can put insulated duct. Yep, in there. Pardon? Uh, you can put insulated duct um, in there. We, right. We've heated a place up north uh, the same way for 22 years, heated and cooled, and have no complaints. With, with the furnace and the crawl space? Correct. Yep. Okay, that sounds good. Now, our, our crawl space does have uh, uh, foam on the inside walls and uh, little baffles for the uh, floor meets the uh, foundation and so forth. And so it, uh, we'll have some uh, help there too, I think. But uh, absolutely, I think if we're going to do it, we better go with uh, the furnace and the crawl space because it's going to be awful expensive. We're making addition on, we're adding two more bedrooms too. And uh, because oh uh, we get kids up there and we don't have enough bedrooms. So, yeah, they okay. can hang I that furnace it. right from the bottom of the floor joists. Robert, okay, hang especially it, hang it from the bottom of the floor doors. Yes, okay. especially Thank since you, you had much. that crawl space insulated, that even even becomes a better uh, candidate for that. Right. Well, okay. he said he's got Thank that you very form. much. I appreciate yeah. it. Right. 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 Bye bye. Yep. Thanks, Robert. Bye. And Chuck, a lot of times you and I will uh, will refer maybe a baseboard heat, but you said it right there with the baseboard heat, there's no air conditioning involved. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah. Good luck, Robert, with that. Uh, let's let's see how much time we got left here. We got time. Let's talk to Randy in Brighton. Good morning, Randy. You're on with the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Good morning, gentlemen. I have a little dilemma, and I hope you can help me with it. I have a home on Brighton Lake that is around 18 years old, and it's a brick home. But in some of the areas, especially like around the walkway going up to the front porch, it is has a siding that's I think more common in Florida than up here called drive-in, I believe. And sure. unfortunately, there's there's these little birds. They're not woodpeckers, but they perfected a way to uh, peck perfect holes in the drive-it, and then they make nests between the drive-it and the our home. So um, I have maybe six or eight of these perfect round holes in the drive it and i've talked to 
maybe a half dozen either painters or contractors about doing the repair, and they all, almost with total consensus, nobody wants to touch the repair because they said if they patch the drive it and then repaint over it, you're going to see the pat. There is no way to make the the uh, consistency of the drive it between the repair drive it and the regular drive it. So the holes that were patched are going to stand out like a sore thumb. So help. <laughs> I hope you have an idea that, that I haven't been able to find to repair it. Well, first of all, have you talked to plaster companies that actually do drive at work? There, to my knowledge, there are none in Brighton. I have tried to source a company in our area that does that with to no avail. Okay, and I got a question. I'm sorry, Ken. That, that, no, that if you're painting it, you can't conceal that because I mean, you talk to someone like John McFarland, and and they're they're patching drywall and plastic. I mean, it's it's all a similar material and substrate when it comes to high quality paints. Yeah, and you know what? When I don't, I okay. Then tell them that you'll waive that condition that has to match perfectly to get it done. Because I got to tell you, to me, it doesn't seem like it'd be that hard to match that once it's painted. I'm wondering if the Rhino Shield product—they're right in Brighton. It may be a um, a good idea to maybe have them out and take a look. Maybe the Rhino Shield product—you know—it's a—it's a coating. Might not be so easy for those birds to get through. Just yeah. a thought. And we've got some plaster companies uh, that do drive it type work if you'd like phone numbers and i might if it was me i'd probably make sure i solve that bird problem first i might call rove pest control and make sure that problem is resolved before i spend any money on making repairs well that's both are probably excellent ideas could i get a number from you gentlemen for some people in our area that would do plastic yeah. repair? yeah you got a pen handy and like and like we said earlier, they, they may not necessarily be in your area, but they'll travel. Okay. Um, artistic plastering is the first number we're going to give you. Okay. Artistic plastering at 248 Thank you. And then you might also try Creative Plaster. And they are at 313-271-0560. Great. And both of these would do that type of outside repair from what you're saying. They actually do that kind of work. Um, now, I will tell you, Ken and I keep telling people this, getting someone out like that out for a small job, you might have to sit and wait for a long time. I might also talk to McFarland Painting because you're going to have to repaint that area anyway, right? Well, I, I think so because I don't think there's any way, yeah. even though no. the drive that I don't think it had been painted originally, the, the natural color of it, um, I don't think there's any way to match that up at this point. No. So, yeah, both McFarland and Rhino Shield. Problem? Oh, is that a... Go ahead. Go Thank ahead. you, gentlemen. Randy, ask your question real quick, buddy. we got a second. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, is that a common problem with drive it from your experience? 
not no, the birds. Not the birds. There's, <laughs> not the birds. Uh, yep. There's several other common problems, yep. but not the birds. <laughs> Thank you for your call. We appreciate it, Randy. Good luck with that. Hey, Chuck, um, in just the last few minutes, uh, we've had some more people step up for Angel's Place, have we not? We have. We've had Amnesty step up as well. So that is really cool. It is. Yeah. And our good friends that we were just with down in Florida about a month or so ago have stepped up to take care of their driveways and, of course, their garage floors. And, of course, and basement floors, talking Motor City floors and coats. You have housing questions? The Inside Outside guys on WJR have the answers. Here are Ken and Chuck. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. We want to remind you during the week, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, InsideOutsideGuys.com is there for you 24-7. Ken, we've got a caller that has a question right up your alley, man. Oh, be careful what I say. Um, many years, <laughs> friends of friend of the show. Let's talk to Dottie in Lake Orion. Good morning, lovely Dottie. Good morning. It's nice talking with you guys again. Um, you as well. I have a question. Um, I was going to try to put some blue flake stone in my in my little uh, part of my sidewalk in front of my steps. It's like three feet by five feet. And I was going to try to do that myself. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Oh, good. <laughs> How much would those okay. pieces weigh, Ken? Oh, you can go. Well, you can, my neighbor. You're, you're just going to want to put it. Put it in. Okay, you're just going to want to dry set it. So you're not going to want to use any kind of concrete. You're going to want to put a pea pebble down or something like that. And um, it, that literally you can have nice size joints in there and just make something more artistic. Really close to you, you have um, Orion Stone right there. There's a couple locations Yeah. on um, Joslin Road, just north of Brown Road. And they have beautiful stone there. And they can give you stuff that's about a quarter inch to a half inch thick that will not be very heavy. I was told I, I just took some up, but they had that kind of uh, uh, um, stone stuff. The, the uh, what am I trying to say? A setting uh, sand, setting sand. That okay. Was put down for. Well, they will. Down for yes, they will give you the advice. They'll tell you tell you what you're supposed to do there. If it's okay. something a, a small slab, you just need to dig down maybe, maybe six inches, and then put some pea pebble in there, and then just stack it right on top of the pea pebble. Do I need to, to put some around? When I get it all set in. Do I need to put a, a little bit of layer of this pebble over it and this have it go in the cracks and stuff? No, I, I mean, there's no need for those joints to be tight. I'd, I'd make them an inch more or wider. Um, it's just a small okay. pad that people are just going to step on here or there. And if you ask the folks over at Orion Stone, they're so helpful. They can really help you through this. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, thank you. God bless you guys. Nice talking with you. Have yes, a good day. Thank you very Thank much. You. So the idea is to provide drainage with those wider joints and that pea pebble, Ken? Yes. Yeah, you know, I mean, ideally, if you're going to do a stone and it's going to be something permanent, we want to see a um, steel-reinforced concrete slab. I did one of those years ago for a walkway of a house I built and uh, lasted forever. But if you're just doing a little slab, homeowner special, you might have to adjust them every once in a while. Um, but they look great. They're not hard to do. So um, let's take a second, Chuck, real quick, and thank Mark Nichols for uh, having hit that home show last week. That was a really nice home show and a great venue, wasn't it? You know, and that guy, Nicholson, uh, Nicholson Mark Nicholson, Nicholson, yes, Nicholson, is one of the more, you and I love positive people. 
and he is just a positive dynamic personality and every time you ask him about how things got put together and how they progressed and how well they're turning out his first reference is to his team as like i'm nothing without my team right just yeah we really enjoyed him we enjoyed his attitude and and i think that show's going to gain traction and be an annual uh, occurrence i do too i do too but then we have to shift gears not shift gears in a couple of weeks and we're going to be yeah. over at innovi yeah. at the novi spring home and garden show presented by the home builders association i'm sure we'll have mike Stoskoff on soon for that and if people go to the inside outside guys facebook page they can find ways to win some tickets to that show as well um we'll be there we'll be on stage there maybe do a little presentation when we're done with the show on stage with we love seeing people there. Spring's kicking off, and this is a show where you're going to see a lot of architects, a lot of landscapers that can come and design absolutely beautiful hardscapes for you, Chuck. The, the time and the money these guys put into this show is unbelievable. It truly is. Even with the experience you and I have, we still walk around and look at these displays and exhibits and shake our heads knowing how many man hours they invested in putting up what he, what essentially is a temporary display. You're right. And I love the fact that the home shows are back. Um, they're going to keep going from this point forward. No, no restrictions in there. And we just, we've been, <laughs> to, we, we've been to two in the last couple of months, three, including the um, international show in Orlando Yeah, and just having a great time. And for us, it's just recharges our batteries. It does. And, and I got to tell you, if you've got questions about, anybody you're going to be hiring uh bring them to the show bring them to yeah. ken and i we uh, you and i walked away from a standing room only presentation what do we have 45 minutes for it or something like that yep yes sir yep. and so many people in that group still had questions that were unresolved uh at the end of of that 45 minutes so we strongly encourage you you know, if you got questions before you sign that contract or before you give a company a hundred percent down payment, you know, gosh, get hold of us. Yeah, yeah our and, good and companies the, you don't have to worry about. But you know, I want it, we've had uh, so much snow lately and, and rain. We know spring last year we didn't have a lot of spring rain, but it caught us up in the summertime. Yeah. And for people who are seeing those um Evidence of water in your basement or smelly mold, mildew and mold. Go to the insideoutsideguys.com and look under basement and foundations. We have some team partner contractors there. Um, Foundation System Michigan, Foundation uh, Solutions 360, Basements Plus. These people are experts at repairing those issues on your basement. You can get three quotes right there. And, and the great thing about them is they give you lifetime warranty. So, in your mind, once you get this done, you should never, ever, ever have to worry about it again. We actually referred all three of those uh, just this morning with some emails. And I want to remind people, Basements Plus uh, kind of created a sump inspection that starts yeah. at $149. So you can get an expert that will come in there and check that sump system for you for 100, 150 bucks. I mean, yeah. peace of mind. Real quick, um, we encourage people to go to the InsideOutsideGuys.com, the Inside Outside Guys on Facebook, or DetroitNews.com, uh, and go to the Homestyle section and check out the article that was written yesterday. Uh, uh, excuse me, that was published yesterday. 
<laughs> and uh, it's a great article about kitchens and cabinetry, especially, and and the uh, the expertise. You know, we've seen a lot of memes out there, or of of kitchens cabinets that fail. People load them too much; they want them literally <laughs> falling off the wall. It can be done. <laughs> you are so done. right with that. It can be and done. And there are so many different specifications that exist in a kitchen, which is why you got to have an expert like we mentioned in Kopke you know, or someone right. like them. Make sure you check out the Inside Outside Guys yeah. article in the Home Style section. Thank you very much, Diane Zarell from Sharon's Heating and Air Conditioning. Greatly appreciate you coming on to educate our audience. And all the listeners, thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. In the meantime, you need anything, go to the InsideOutsideGuys.com, the Inside Outside Guys on Facebook, because from the roof to the basement, the street to the back fence, if you need it, the Inside Outside Guys are here for you today and every day. Danielle, Dave, and you, our listeners, thank you so much for being part of the show. God bless.